0: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of A Good Drop, where every other week or so, we sip the clearest of clear beverages to try and distinguish the flavour from other clear beverages.
1: Yes, that's right. We are talking vodka and specifically talking about the base ingredients it can be made from and what the differences are.
0: I'm Stu. I'm Michael.
1: Cheers. Cheers. Yes, so we are talking about vodka based ingredients and this is an interesting one because there are a lot of them
0: there's a lot more than i expected to be too um everything cuz you know the the story is that vodka is made from potatoes but in all in actual fact vodka is very rarely made from potatoes these days
1: including I mean, yes, obviously potatoes, but I mean, we have five different bottles of vodka, none of which have a base ingredient of potatoes. Mm. We've got corn and wheat and rice and grapes and rye Mm. base ingredients.
0: Yeah. And these are just the ones we have. We've also seen barley. We've also seen, I've also seen sweet potato. I've seen beetroot. Um, what else have we? What else have I seen? That's about all I can think of off the top of my head. So,
1: in fact, I think I've had sweet potato vodka.
0: Oh, oh, there's also that uh, bison grass vodka.
1: Yeah, though, is bison grass the base ingredient? I don't think it is.
0: I think they oh, they use the wheat base for that, didn't they? Yeah, and yeah. then
1: they add the bison grass to it during the
0: Oh, that's right. They they force the the vodka through the bison grass. That's yeah, right. Yeah, for, for filtration. Yeah. yeah.
1: And then they add that one one piece of bison grass to the bottle
0: mm, for, uh, for for appearance, for yeah. aesthetics. Absolutely. Um so I suppose let's get right into it. The the bottles we have in front of us, uh, we have uh, Smirnoff. No. What is it? now? Smirnoff number 21 vodka. Which has a corn base. We have Grey Goose.
1: Which has a wheat base.
0: Uh, we also have uh, Haku vodka.
1: And that's got a rice base.
0: And uh, we we also have Siroc, which is made from grape.
1: It is. And we have Belvedere, which is made from
0: rye. Mm. And... I'm hoping that the difference between these flavours is noticeable. Because I have no idea, really.
1: Yeah, I'm expecting it to be subtle, but there. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm hoping that it's subtle, but there. So that we can actually mention what the difference is. Now, of course, another big difference between these is that corn, which is plentiful, and wheat, which is plentiful... Are more commonly seen in the lower end vodkas.
0: Mm. Yeah, the the ones that the the vodkas that were available for us. Very few of them, like we we didn't see any that were expensive corn and expensive wheat vodkas.
1: Yeah, whereas the others, we've ended up with far more premium vodkas. So mm. for that reason, we are going to be drinking well tasting for that reason we are going to be tasting the smirnoff last because if we tasted that first we wouldn't taste the others (laughs) not not for the subtle flavors that Mm. we might get out of them yeah which is important we want to work through them from most subtle flavor to strongest flavor to be sure that we're getting all the nuance all the way through Mm. to give you the best possible data
0: yeah I think we've got them in the right order. So we are starting with the haku, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes,
1: because the the Japanese know how to make a ridiculously subtle, smooth, and nuanced spirit. I'm going to say spirit in general, because it's not just the haku.
0: No. It's pretty much everything they do. Everything they touch turns turns to subtle.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Every single spirit they make is, yeah, just
0: smooth as. Smooth. Then next we will do the Grey Goose, then the Siroc, then the Belvedere, then the Spurnoff. Um, you know, I think we're going to go from most, at least subtle to. Mo- I think we're going from most subtle to least subtle, in this one.
1: Yes, with with strength of flavour, and that's also just to be clear, that's not us rating them either. That's not us saying best to worst. That's just talking order of strength. Because how strong you like your vodka flavor to be, well, that's a personal preference. Mm.
0: And even what you like the flavor to be. I've noticed that researching this, that I don't really like corn vodkas. Because all of the corn vodkas I've had have been vodkas that I don't like.
1: Yeah, and perhaps...
0: Or vodkas that I've just tolerated.
1: (laughs) But perhaps you'll... Find the same, we'll we'll go through this and we'll talk about them and you'll go, yeah, I don't really like that in my vodka either. Hmm. And then you'll know to avoid vodkas with
0: whatever base ingredient that may be. Yeah. Yeah, uh, this is just as much a journey for you as it is for us. All right. Now that we've waffled on for a bit, there's the uh, proper introduction, the intro to what on earth we're talking about.
1: Yep. So I will uncork the Haku. Isn't it a twist top? Oh, it is. That disappoints me. <laughs> so I will open the Haku and we can begin. All right. It feels so much like the like the whiskey that there should
0: be a cork. Yeah, true. Well, the Grey Goose has a cork, but none of the others do. All right. I'll
1: grab that one. Yeah. Slightly splashed on the first one, but we're good. So... Mm. So, scent wise, it is much as we'd have described in our Haku episode.
0: Yeah, it's. I suppose there's a little bit of rice there, um, but it's mostly ethanol smelling. I suppose we should have been drinking these out of nosing glasses.
1: Yeah, potentially to get the smell, though you don't really. You don't normally smell vodkas. No. They're, they're not for that because the majority of vodkas just smell like ethanol.
0: Yeah, most of them, yeah. With
1: some subtle other nose to them, but mostly they just smell like ethanol. And this certainly does smell like smooth ricey ethanol.
0: Mm. Cheers. Cheers. Yeah. So th- those flavors are coming back to me. You got that rice, that soft rice flavor along with that little bit of charcoal in there.
1: Yeah, and uh, a, a subtle burn, a hint almost of sake,
0: mm. which is which makes sense because sake is a rice wine.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: <clears throat> I mean, it's still vodka; it's still bitey.
1: Oh yeah, there's, there's no way around that. It's it's vodka.
0: Mm. Um, we're drinking all of these at room temperature, by the way, everybody.
1: Yeah, because naturally, if we chilled them all we would dull all of these flavours and it might be harder to tell the difference
0: well who knows like it does turn down the volume on whatever you're drinking but I still think you'd be able to notice a difference I don't have a Mm. freezer big enough unfortunately well that too
1: (laughs) but who does have a freezer big enough for five bottles of vodka
0: I'm pretty sure you do
1: I don't have the space in there.
0: It's got other things in it. Uh There's your excuse. (laughs) All right. Um, I suppose we can't really talk about any comparisons yet because this is vodka number one.
1: Yeah, I mean, we can give descriptions on its taste of the aftertaste, which is very mild, still quite... Ricey, there's no no ethanol hint in the aftertaste. That doesn't linger at all.
0: And it's not really any ethanol taste in the flavor. That's all in the smell.
1: Yeah, the smell, and of course that that subtle burn that you expect to get mm. from any vodka as it hits your throat. It's Yeah. You know it's there. Mm. But it's not strong, it's not overpowering.
0: Yeah. It does linger for a while, this one.
1: It does. Yeah. In a soft, smooth, gently caressing your taste bud sort of way. Hmm.
0: Like um like raw silk if you've ever felt that. Which is a little a little rough, but looks and feels great.
1: Yeah, yeah. So we'll take our time with this. Mm. Continue assessing the flavour. Until this well, first one is
0: done. Well, maybe we should shot it because most people shot vodka.
1: Well, and admittedly, we've we've done the initial tasting mm. and gotten the new ones that you can really only get from sipping it. Exactly. And now, yeah, we should get that last hit of flavour that because it will taste different when you shot it.
0: Mm. It coats your mouth differently. Yes. And, yeah, either... Well... Most people in Australia either mix it or shot it. It's, yeah, uh, and of
1: course in in Russia you
0: shot it. Mm. You knock it back. Yeah. So. On that note. Schkol. Oh, that is different. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's. I mean, it, it kind of burnt less because it was in your mouth all at once, and I didn't sort of swish it around my tongue. Yeah,
1: there's an almost. I mean, there's more of a sweetness, I think.
0: Yeah, a little when you bit. when
1: you shot it. Hmm.
0: Um, I'm getting more. I suppose more flavors of rice with that too. Mm.
1: And Mm. I I thought that very, I mean, very, very briefly, like fleeting, almost floral note. Mm.
0: Hmm. Does this have tasting notes on it? No, but on the back of the bottle, it says, Haku translates to brilliance and white inspired by 100% Japanese white rice and bamboo charcoal filtration that is utilised to deliver an unparalleled, soft, round and subtly sweet vodka. Yeah, I still agree with all of that.
1: Mm, and definitely shotting it, I got more of that sweetness.
0: Mm. Yeah. Um, so, time for the second one. Yes. I like that uh, frosted look that they that it has.
1: Yeah, it is nice. It looks classy. I mean, the the haku and the grey goose and the Chiroc look classy, mm. and the, the absolute looks quite nice. It looks classically.
0: It still looks like a party vodka. Oh, it does. It yeah. is. It's got the
1: the faux metal top.
0: Yeah, oh, it's probably aluminium. What do you reckon? Plastic?
1: It might be metal.
0: Who knows? But the Smirnoff is definitely a party-looking vodka. Oh, well and truly. <laughs> Most, not only by how it looks, but by also, also by reputation.
1: Yeah, and they they tried really hard to associate themselves with that, so that mm. when people think I'm going to a party, I want vodka, they think Smirnoff.
0: Mm. Okay, so first impression. Um, it's. The smell is a lot more subtle than the haku, for sure.
1: Yeah, oh, I I really only smelled the the ethanol. It's a more subtle ethanol smell, but
0: that's really the only yeah.
1: note I was picking up from it.
0: Yeah, th- there's a hint of something else. Um, do you think that could be the wheat?
1: Oh, maybe it's it's barely there. Like it's mm. it's a very non anything. Yeah. Like, it's it's a thing that's not a thing. It's like a a ghostly scent that doesn't actually exist. It does, but it doesn't. Mm. It's there, but it isn't.
0: Yeah. And I suppose that is wheat, really, isn't it? Yeah. And I suppose wheat itself doesn't have much flavour at all.
1: Yeah, like, in, in almost anything that has a wheat base, even wheat beers, there's... Most of the flavors that come out of it come out of what was put in it. They yeah. come out of the hops. They come out of those extra things.
0: Yeah, the the, the yeasts, the the malt.
1: Yeah, because wheat is very subtle, very neutral. And yes, yeah, so I think basically that's why this smells so much like there's not a lot to it. Mm. Because wheat, wheat is... <laughs> Wheat is really basic. Yeah.
0: Like wheat is really basic. Yeah. And it is in so many things. Like well let's just take pasta for example. Pasta is a a filler. It's it's meant to not have a whole lot of flavor. It's meant to uh stretch the flavors of everything else.
1: Yeah, exactly. Now, naturally, with a vodka like Grey Goose, you don't want to mix it with something else. You want to appreciate it at face value. I mean, if you and, mi-
0: but like if you mixed it with something else, it would be great. You wouldn't have that um, the poor, the cheap, bitter, uh, bitey flavors of vodka still coming through.
1: Yeah, certainly for like a screwdriver or something, that would be terrific. Mm. But to mix it with cola, it would be a waste. You just taste Coke.
0: Yeah. Well, that's because the mixer is such a, a bold drink. Yeah, but yeah, I'm not really like it's still got that little bit of sweetness like the uh, haku does, but it's yeah, it's 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 a it's a vodka. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's it's vodka, and it's I guess it's it's wheat vodka. And let's remember, it is it's better than absolute, but it's <laughs> twice as expensive. You're going to expect that.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, let's uh let's shot the rest. Cheers. Cheers. This is super nice and super smooth. Even as a, a shot.
1: Hey, there's a lot more burn when you shot it. Hmm. Like I think the the gray goose has significantly more burn as a shot than I noticed from the Haku.
0: Yeah. It's almost like the opposite. Yeah. The the grey goose is easier to sip. It wants to be sipped. Hmm.
1: Less traditional, but then it is French.
0: Yeah. It's interesting that we have three French vodkas here, isn't it? Two. Three. Ciroc's French Belvedere's. Oh, sorry, Belvedere's Polish. Mm. <laughs> my, where is my head today?
1: Yes, where's your head at?
0: Pols- Polska Rye. Um, yeah, I really like it. That's
1: very nice, without mm. a shadow of a doubt. Very nice.
0: Yeah. Um, I... One of the nicer wheat vodkas I've had, for sure.
1: Yes. I mean, compared to Absolute, that there is no comparison.
0: Well, this, all, this is also nearly double the price. Yes. And you, you very <laughs> much get what you pay
1: for. So, I mean, obviously, if you want a vodka for mixing... Like the cheap ones are with, fine. ...with a wheat base, get the Absolute. Yeah. But if you want a vodka to enjoy either shotted by itself or more so sipped by itself...
0: Mm. Go the Grey Goose. If because I mean for I suppose even even though it's a little bit more burny as a as a shot, it's still far less on the burning scale than uh absolute.
1: Oh absolutely.
0: <laughs> right. Uh on that note we should move on to the Siroc. Yes. All right, let's let's continue. Yeah, let's move on to the Chirac. All right. This is this is what I'm keen on. I haven't really... Uh, I haven't tasted this one before.
1: Yeah, no, I, I don't think I've ever tried a grape-based vodka before either. Mm. And this is five times distilled, so I'm expecting it to be ludicrously
0: smooth. Yeah, and ludicrously subtle. Oh, yes. It's got a plastic lid. Are you disappointed? I am a bit. <laughs> I mean,
1: considering this is French,
0: and it is like seventy dollars a bottle.
1: Yeah, it's it's a relatively nice looking bottle, but the plastic lid just <laughs> takes it, yeah it takes it down a notch. Yeah, I think this this bottle with a plastic lid is almost like a supermodel with a bad dye job,
0: <laughs> like a uh, a poor fake tan.
1: Yeah, it it just ruins the whole look of what is otherwise. Very nice. Mm.
0: I mean, it's not a cheap plastic lid like uh like some other vodkas we've seen, but you know.
1: Yeah, though I, I do actually think that the lid on absolute looks better.
0: Yeah. It kinda looks like an aluminium lid, I suppose.
1: Yeah, it, it looks more metallic.
0: It, mm. it has
1: a metallic shine to it.
0: Yeah. We uh we have a bottle of absolute with us because that was our uh backup. Wheat vodka, if we uh, couldn't get a bottle of Grey Goose easily.
1: It can be hard to come by in the land down under.
0: Sometimes. Sometimes they just sell out. Yeah. Which does my head in. Anyway, Siroc. Uh, the text is black on clear, so it's not terribly easy to read. Uh, it says, Ciroc vodka is distilled from fine French grapes. A true innovation in French craftsmanship... Siroc vodka is distilled five times, finished in tailor-made copper pot still. sorry, finished in a, in a tailor-made copper pot still in southern France. Uh, it offers a taste experience that is lusciously different and elegantly smooth. Go against the grain.
1: Uh-huh, I see what they did there. Yeah, because this is grape, not grain.
0: Yeah. It's uh, well, technically gluten-free then. Although I do have to wonder how, how much gluten is left in vodka after it's been distilled five times.
1: Yeah, I and mean, is it something that you can drink if you're gluten-free? If you are a celiac, can you have vodka? Hmm. If you're a celiac and you drink vodka, do let us know.
0: Yeah, I wonder where uh, vodka or even beer would fit into that.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, some beers say they're gluten-free.
0: Hmm. I...
1: Yeah. I wonder. I yeah. wonder. It's a curiosity. But we digress heavily. Hmm. For now, it is time to smell the vodka.
0: It is. Holy shit. Oh, it
1: smells grapey. It smells really... Like, it still smells like paint stripper, but it smells <laughs> like like
0: grapey paint stripper. Yeah. That is that is so different. So the difference between the haku and the grey goose, like there was a difference there, but it wasn't uh, wasn't too much. But the difference between the last two and the siroc is like night and day.
1: Mm, And I think in part, like while there is a distinct ethanol scent and rice scent in the haku, the rice scent is very subtle. But there is nothing subtle about the grape scent in the Siroc. No. It is strong, nearly as strong as
0: the ethanol smell. Mm. That's what's that's what's throwing me out. I've never tasted never smelled anything like this before.
1: I'm I'm curious to taste now because it smells so interesting and different.
0: Mm. Well, on that note, cheers. Cheers. Yeah, wow. Mm. That is noticeably different.
1: It's really fruity. I mean, <laughs> For a vodka. Yeah. Like there, there's a lot of that vodka burn, and I'm still feeling that burn on my tongue. Mm.
0: But it's but, it's quite sweet. Yeah.
1: That fruity sweetness is mm. there immediately.
0: Yeah. Like that um that like that sweetness I was talking about with the, the grey goose where it was all on the the front of the tongue. It it's there, but it it's more of a, a nicer sweetness as opposed to a sugary sweetness, if that makes sense?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Though oddly, I'm I feel like I'm getting this more like on the sides. Yeah. And still nothing on the back palate.
0: No. And it's not bitter at all. No, there's no bitterness there. No, this is this is f- far far more it's, interesting than the Grey Goose.
1: Oh yeah, it's it's very reminiscent of Grappa.
0: Yeah, I, I think. Yeah, I suppose if you like Grappa and you want something a little more subtle, Ciroc is the one to get.
1: Yeah, because uh, well, and if you like Grappa and you like vodka, then why not mix the best of both worlds? And drink Ciroc because it it very much tastes like what one could imagine you might get if you mixed vodka and grappa.
0: I suppose. It's definitely a vodka, though. Oh, yeah, very much so. No questions about it. I suppose I'm thinking in comparison to... uh, What was it? Genova, which is... Which it definitely fits in between... gin and whiskey versus this which which leans more towards the vodka side
1: yeah it's very definitely vodka it's a grapey fruity vodka
0: yeah versus Geneva, which is kind of like the best of both worlds yes yeah uh shall we shot the rest yeah and see the taste
1: difference I'm not sure I like it as much that way. I kind of like it more. Interesting. I, I found the um, the not-so-pleasant flavours came to the fore when I shot at it. Like, oh. more more burn, a little more bite. There
0: There is a bit more of that, but I also noticed a lot more of the, the fruit coming forward.
1: Oh, definitely a lot more of that, too.
0: A lot more of the... Yeah, the fruit and the herbs. And it sticks around a lot more than sipping.
1: Yes, without a doubt. It, it really doesn't linger particularly long. Like the the slight heat sensation on the sides of the tongue seems to hang about longer than any actual flavour when you sip
0: it. Yes. But shotting it, the whole lot sticks around. I like it. I, I like this as a shot.
1: mm Right, so now I guess it's time to move on
0: To the bell video
1: Yes, we'll uh, drive our vodka to the levee and try one made of rye
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, would you like to pour the bell video?
1: Okay Another screw top Another screw top, another plastic screw top It's plastic And... It's not even a particularly premium feeling plastic. Oh. Now I know we're talking about the ingredients here, but <laughs> let's face fact, if you want to, if you want to make it an experience, put a premium lid on the bottle.
0: <laughs> they should uh, they should hire you to market uh, alcohol in that case. Bottle design. So Belvedere is made from rye, and. Close enough And I'm curious to see how this compares to the wheat Because technically they are both grains And You know, rye leans more on the sweeter end of the spectrum Like rye whiskies are quite sweet Along with, I suppose along with bourbons They're also sweet too Yeah,
1: though it's it's a different kind of sweet Like I've I've been drinking a 95% rye whiskey Mm. and compared to bourbon i prefer it because it's a different sort of sweet Mm. it's corn is a kind of sweet that uh, i can take it or leave it
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah I, i suppose corn uh corn sweet or bourbon sweetness is a uh Someone's given you a spoonful of white sugar to eat.
1: Yeah, it is really sweet. It's good for mixing.
0: Mm. Sweet without any uh, flavor to it, if that makes sense. Like, uh, difference between a spoonful of sugar and a spoonful of honey. They're both sweet as.
1: Yeah. I mean, if we're talking bourbons, admittedly, you can add things, of course, that bring a complexity to it. Let's... Yeah, you know, like your you base Jack Daniels versus the, uh, what's that fucking classy one that I was in remember the name of, Versus the Gentleman Jack. Mm. Like you, Jack Daniels versus Gentleman Jack. There is a distinct difference and there's a lot more flavor. Yeah. And it's not just sweet in the
0: Gentleman Jack. Yeah. But that's a discussion for another episode. Yes. And certainly
1: corn is a different kind of sweet is what we're getting at.
0: Yeah. Corn versus rye. Yeah. Listen an interesting smell hmm. while we while we smell this. It, um the smell is similar to the grey goose.
1: yeah, I, I thought that it's mostly ethanol. it's a very soft, subtle ethanol, and you mm. don't really get a lot else.
0: No yeah, I can't really yeah. smell like with the siroc you could notice noticeably smell. Grapes, or wine, at least Yeah,
1: Yeah. and with the Haku With the Haku, you could noticeably smell rice
0: Yeah, but But with the Grey Goose, you couldn't Really smell the wheat
1: And with this, you can't really smell The rye, and maybe that's a grain thing That you can't Really smell the grains You have to go looking for
0: grains You have to really (laughs) hunt for it I suppose, yeah well, that's kind of what we're doing right now with like, yeah. taking deep breaths of these vodkas and not really smelling much at all.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's much like a farmer zombie. We just want grains, grains.
0: <laughs> oh, man. All right, let's taste. Cheers. Cheers.
1: Ooh. Holy crap. That's smooth. Yeah, like, until I, there was almost nothing until I swallowed it. Like, there's almost initially no flavor to the tongue at all.
0: Mm. And then then that rye sweetness fills your mouth.
1: Yeah, like, it's interesting, it's curious almost. Mm. That initially, you can feel the liquid entering your mouth, but there is no flavor from it.
0: Yeah, and it's a very gentle burn. Yeah, like um, like a the sun on a hot day.
1: Yes, yes, indeed. Or you know, when somebody very subtly ribs at somebody else, and you don't you don't even notice they're <laughs> doing it at first. It's that that kind of a burn. Oh it's yeah, a slow I see. Burn. I see what yeah. you did
0: there. <laughs> mm. But this this is probably the sweetest one. We've tried today. Yeah, it's... It's, it's,
1: it's, it's interesting. interesting. Yeah,
0: yeah exactly. There's so much going on.
1: It, it's the nothingness of it that kind of throws me. That when you sip it, it is literally nothing. And then these flavours kind of explode out of that nothingness. Almost mm. like a, a vodkaized Big Bang that happens in your mouth. It's crazy.
0: It's a little bit sweet for... Uh, for what I expect from a a vodka or a, even a spirit, mm.
1: and I think that sweetness is really all there is initially. It's not a flavour; it's just uh,
0: it's just sweet. sweet. And then, and then as the sweetness dies down, the rest of the flavours linger.
1: Yeah, yeah. And you get a, a subtle burn, and it and that warmth as it rolls. You know, as you get from any vodka. But mm. the bur- it's all very subtle,
0: very smooth. Mm. Look at us, vodka connoisseurs! <laughs> all of a sudden, <laughs> all of a sudden, all it took is recording an episode. Shall we shot this? Yes. Cool. Sh- oh, it's better sipping.
1: Yeah the oh. the shot experience,
0: it is. It leaves a bit to be desired.
1: <laughs> yeah, it, it's basically because I think you're throwing it back so fast, you're skipping over the pleasant entry. Yeah, and it's just belting you with all the flavours at once.
0: Mm. Yep. So, sipping vodka, Belvedere.
1: Yeah, well and truly a mm. sipping vodka.
0: The uh, the Polish know how to make make a vodka, though. Mm.
1: I've got to expect though that Australian room temperature in summer may not be the ideal drinking temperature for a polish vodka. Ooh.
0: You could be right. This could be the drink you leave outside in the snow to chill. <laughs> and yeah. Then, and then you drink. <laughs> um yeah. Jokes aside, this might actually be one that's better out of the freezer. Because when it's when when vodkas are chilled, they they become oily. They're, they're a little thick, if you've ever looked at oil in a in a bottle.
1: Yes, it, it does thicken off, become a little bit syrupy, as mm. as well as all spirits do. Yeah, but it would also subtle out those more negative flavors.
0: Yeah, we've noticed that over the years. It's when when you uh, chill a spirit, it dulls down that the ethanol evaporation, which means you don't get that initial paint stripper smell from vodkas from whiskeys from gins i don't recommend putting gin in the freezer
1: yeah no there there are a number of things where you'll dull all the flavors down by cooling it too much yeah
0: but but i think i think with this with this one with the belvedere that that will enhance it what does the what does the blurb say
1: yeah, so the, there is absolutely nothing in the marketing wank about serving temperature.
0: Well, I figured, but yeah. what is it? Like, well, what does it tell us about the experience you'll have while drinking this?
1: Well, it says, we keep it natural, <coughs> authentic, the way Polish vodka has been made for over 600 years. Mm. Belvedere is unique thanks to our two locally sourced ingredients, Dankowski gold rye and pristine artisan water. From our own wells. (laughs) The rye creates character and the water brings smoothness. Only Belvedere tastes like this. Unadulterated and naturally smooth. Mm. Nothing about
0: temperature. Nothing about how you should serve it. No. But Poland is a lot cooler than Australia. Oh, yes. By a long shot.
1: Yeah, I, I would think that probably 10 degrees Celsius might be the ideal serving temperature. If you're trying to serve at, say, Polish winter well
0: polish winter would be three to four degrees
1: yeah because so i'm
0: fairly certain it snows there oh it
1: does it does yeah. so polish winter is probably off
0: yeah but Poly- polish summer doesn't get as warm as it does here
1: no well i mean today currently we're
0: it's 23 degrees really
1: 27 degrees it just (laughs) updated it just updated so yeah currently it's 27 degrees celsius
0: yeah it's night time anyway um shall we move on to the next one yes we've we've started waffling we have
1: (laughs) there is only one remaining it is the corn it is the vodka of the corn
0: vodka of the corn As opposed to the Children of the Corn?
1: Yes, exactly. Mm. As opposed to the Children of the Corn. Mm. The vodka of the corn, the evil one. The one (laughs) that that hunts you down in the night. Unless you sate it with cola.
0: Vodka and cola? Vodka and cola, it works. I suppose it hides the flavor.
1: Yeah, vodka and orange also works. Vodka and and bloody anything, really.
0: (laughs) Anything other than drinking it by itself. We are, are, of course, talking about Smirnoff. So, Smirnoff.
1: Yes, the Smirnoff. And this is not Smirnoff black. This is. Smirnoff oh, we should have gotten that. Recipe number 21.
0: <laughs> the Smirnoff red. The red. Yeah. We should have gotten the black or the blue. So Though
1: it, um, it says on the label here continuing tradition since 1864, 10 times filtered for remarkable smoothness. 10. Ten, 10 f- times, maybe they maybe number twenty one is different to what to what I remember. Maybe. from the Smirnoff of my youth.
0: Maybe because I'm pretty sure the one that I used to have was like triple distilled.
1: Yeah, I, I thought it wasn't. Not ten times. That's, yeah. Yeah, you know, that that's like, you know, ko ken times ten. That's that's some super saiyan
0: shit there. <laughs> Power level is over ten thousand. I'm have I'm honestly having flashbacks to my youth, and I haven't even smelled it yet.
1: <laughs> yeah, Sm- Smirnoff is definitely one of the
0: starter vodkas. Yeah. Anyway, corn base. I'm expecting sweet. Yeah, I'm expecting a sweet
1: smell, and of course that vodka ethanol. That it's yeah. unavoidable.
0: Yeah, overpowering everything else. Yes. All right. Here goes.
1: Ooh. Well yep, definitely it does smell like a sweet ethanol. I'll give it that.
0: <laughs> I mean,
1: you're not wrong.
0: But you know It just smells so very wrong. <laughs>
1: it, it smells like vodka. Yeah. Smell
0: smells what you'd expect vodka to smell like.
1: Yeah, there's not yeah. there's not an awful lot of complexity to the smell. Mm. But we're trying to talk about the cornness of it because this is we're, we're all about the base ingredient and the corn. And I am getting that corn sweetness.
0: Yeah. It there there is that hint there.
1: Yeah, but it's not like you go, "Oh yes, that smells like corn." No, well, oh no, but it smells sweet. Not and, like oh wow, that smells sweet, but there's yeah. a
0: subtle, there's a, yeah, su- a subtle corn note. Yeah. We're, we're noticing it, I'm sure, because we're looking for it.
1: Oh, yeah. If you weren't looking for it, you would just smell the ethanol.
0: Yeah. Without uh, a doubt.
1: Yeah. But I think on a lot of them, like even on the Grey Goose, you really need to hunt for those other notes to smell anything other than the ethanol. Oh, for sure. For
0: sure. Even though Grey Goose is classed as a premium vodka.
1: It yeah, is, because yeah. vodka is
0: vodka. Vodka is vodka. And all of them have this... Ha- uh, They all have a similar smell, which you'd expect, all being the same variety of thing.
1: Yeah, they all smell like vodka. Hmm. Just like at its base, at its absolute heart, all scotch smells like scotch, Yeah. then there's more added to it.
0: Definitely. All right, right.
1: Here goes. Let's taste. Taste. Cheers. Cheers.
0: Oh, they've improved the recipe.
1: Oh yeah, this this number twenty one <laughs> is infinitely better than whatever whatever the Smirnoff was that we drank in our youths. Mm. I mean
0: Well, in terms of smoothness. Yes, in terms of smoothness, definitely. In terms of flavour, it's not much there.
1: Yeah, and I guess in that way it's not that different from the Grey Goose or the Belvedere.
0: Mm. It, well, it is definitely sweeter than the grey goose.
1: Oh, definitely sweeter. There's there's subtlety, without a doubt. The sweetness is subtle. I'm getting a subtle sweet corn kind of thing going on.
0: Still not great.
1: Oh, I'm still a bit bitey without yeah. a without a shadow of a doubt.
0: And and it's a little like bitter and kind of sour. If that makes sense. Yes, it absolutely does. Like a, a bitter sour. Yeah. Because Aftertaste.
1: I, I had a very small sip initially, and that mm. was far more pleasant than the slightly larger sip I just had, mm. which had far more of a tongue-wrapping effect. Yep, and just really kind of kind of grabs your tongue and rings it out with not so nice flavors.
0: And and that um, like it really heats up the back of your throat. Well, like when you when you're breathing out after having a sip, it it's. My my throat feels hot and and the back of my mouth feels hot compared to the rest of the drinks that just felt warm.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. And I mean perhaps this is an an internal bias based on our memories of what this drink was of years past. And it's definitely improved from that. But to just mm. talk specifically, I guess, about the corn and the cornness of it. Yeah. I think as a base ingredient the corn does have a unique effect that I didn't see from the others in oh. in the kind of sweetness that it imparts upon it.
0: True. Because with the I suppose with the belvedere and the uh gray goose it was more of a, a a front of tongue sweetness, wasn't it?
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you didn't really pick up anything anywhere but the the front and the sides. Hmm. And this, there's... I mean, the sweetness is there at the front, but it's a different kind of sweet. As, I mean, we've, we've mentioned previously that corn and things sweetened by corn and corn syrups, they have a different sort of sweetness to them. It's why there's certain people in the US who are sugar connoisseurs... Insist upon going to Canada to get their coca cola <laughs> because it's sweetened by sugar instead of corn syrup, and there is a difference in the kind of sweetness mm.
0: yeah I suppose this, the sweetness kind of tingles differently it's, the 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 sugar's got a different texture
1: normally well, I mean, the the sugar is corn
0: yeah yeah that's it that's interesting. I mean, I'm honestly glad that, or grateful, that it doesn't taste as bad as I remember it.
1: <laughs> yeah, you and me both. Um, so Smirnoff have vastly improved their recipe. This this is I, not an ad for Smirnoff. No, I, I thought that recipe <laughs> number 21 was just rebranding yeah. the same product, making it look different to sell it to a new market, mm. but it's actually different.
0: Yeah. And it is not one of the cheapest vodkas anymore, either.
1: Yeah, no, it's not.
0: Uh, We were seeing uh, vodkas like Rusky, like Red Square. Uh, What was another one? Matroska? Yeah, yeah, Matroska. And they're... These are all... Uh, two-thirds of the price or three-quarters sorry these are all three-quarters of the price of Smirnoff
1: and they are mixing vodkas you you do not oh, yeah. want to attempt to have these by themselves they're, they're the sort of things that I buy if I'm going to make a big bowl of punch with mm. a vodka base and that's going to be the vodka I'm going to use to put in there yeah because you
0: don't want to taste
1: it anyway yeah because it doesn't matter what the base ingredient is of that vodka what matters is that it's cheap <laughs> 'Cause you're using a lot of it.
0: Yeah. And you're mixing it with a lot of other things.
1: Yeah, exactly. You're making a punch. You're putting yeah. all sorts of crap in there. Yeah. But uh,
0: anyway. Um so what what do you reckon overall? The well, the biggest difference, the biggest uh the the one that stood out the most was the siroc,
1: Yeah, I mean the definitely well I think that the Siroc and the Haku had the biggest standout in their base ingredient to me,
0: because that the rest were grain based. True. Well, corn's not a grain,
1: isn't it? Uh... <laughs> but, yeah, <laughs> it's no, not. Y- you're right. Because no, it, it was the two grains and the corn. Yeah, and neither of them had as strong or distinctive a flavour. Yeah, as we got from the rice or the grapes.
0: Yeah, the the rice vodka was very like. Ultra smooth. Um, Maybe that's a product of being a Japanese-style vodka. Or maybe that's just a product of it being rice. But I don't know of any uh, Western countries that make... Sorry. I don't know of any other countries aside from Japan that make rice-based vodka.
1: Yeah, because we did see other rice-based vodkas when we were at our favorite bottle shop, but they were Japanese. Mm. So it's hard to say, is it a Japanese thing, is it a rice thing? We don't know, but definitely... Mm. Something to think about. Yeah, and I guess if you want to analyze what we said the difference was in flavors, there is definitely a difference in sweetness between the rye and the corn, and oh, you need yeah. to decide which sort of sweet it is you want from your vodka if you want a sweeter vodka. Because mm. if you want a sweeter vodka, you want rye or corn.
0: Mm. What, what I've noticed is that most... Un, unless you're going for premium uh, vodkas... You shot at it, didn't you? you a bit oh, not quite. Um, unless you go for a premium vodka, they don't tell you what's in it.
1: Yeah, as a general rule, you've got to look it up.
0: Yeah, so we had yeah we had to re really research it to find find out that Smirnoff had corn in the in the initial recipe. Corn, it was a mash based corn based mash. Um, so but the Ciroc, the uh, Haku, the Grey Goose, and the Belvedere, they all said we we made our vodka from this thing. The Belvedere said it, didn't it?
1: It does, yes. Yeah. Had to double check that. Yes. Yeah.
0: Um, but we were looking at the the yeah. the back the blurb on all of the cheaper vodkas, and that they don't they don't tell us anything because it's not about what it's made from; it's about it being vodka.
1: Yeah, exactly. And unlike the others, the Smirnov says since 1864, Smirnov has travelled from Russia to Poland, Paris to America using our multiple-column filtration method to make award-winning, smooth-tasting vodka for everyone.
0: Mm.
1: Of course, it's owned by Diageo, and so naturally, they're just pushing for coverage. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, even so, the Smirnoff brand has always marketed, it, marketed itself as smooth. Yes. And it is definitely that. It also lacks in flavour, Compared to the rest of the vodkas we've had today,
1: though mm. so that is something we've frequently found in taste tests as well. That yeah. a lot of the cheaper ones, if they're smooth, they're smooth but less complex. Correct. Yeah.
0: So we're not. We're. Tr- I suppose I'm trying not to uh, give it a bias based on the fact that it is cheap.
1: Yeah. Like had we been able to find a more premium corn-based vodka. We'd have used it, but
0: mm. but you know, no one no one tells you.
1: Yeah, nobody openly advertises it, so it makes it
0: difficult. Hmm. If you know a good corn based vodka, please let us know. Um Well, it's time I suppose it's time for the plugs.
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Just milking that pun. Oh, I did see a way a couple of whey based vodkas, like uh, sheep's way. No way. <laughs> um so, if you, like, if you like what you heard, if you love those puns that Mickle keeps uh, producing, be sure to hit that subscribe button if you haven't already. We are a good drop all about alcohol on your favorite podcast app, including Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, YouTube Podcasts, other alphabet-based podcasts, uh, Spotter, Sp- Spotify, Stitcher, and many more.
1: Yes, and if the way you prefer to listen to things is through social media, <laughs> then you can find us on Facebook and Instagram as a good drop podcast. Hmm. Look
0: out for the beer icon. Uh, if you want to look at our huge backlog of 160 plus episodes, jump on, on our website, a Or if you want to send us an email, uh, let us know your favorite type of vodka. Uh, our email address is a good drop at gmail.com.
1: And be sure to tune in next time We are doing another blind taste tester For regions Ooh. For areas For different countries With Chardonnay
0: Ooh, Because like you'd expect different flavours Based on different regions Within a country, right?
1: I mean, we're looking at Australia, America, France They're the big ones for Chardonnay
0: mm. I'm really curious to see the difference If there is one
1: So am I mm. so And can it- we tell?
0: can can we tell that there well can we tell that there is a difference that's the question it is indeed until then cheers
1: cheers